welcome to the Unstuck Your Life podcast. I'm your host and life coach, Pamela Hughes. Every week, we're going to start to wiggle loose in area of your life that has got you stuck. Hello, hello. How are you, my friends? Today, we are talking about relaxing and why is it so hard to relax? Have you ever had that experience where like you finally get the chance to sit down on the couch at the end of the night that you've been working so hard to get to that point and you finally sit down and then you're like, I can't relax. Like you've been chasing that relaxation all day long when you finally have the chance to do what you think will make you relax, you're anything but relaxed. Today, that is what I am answering. Why is it so hard to relax? It does not matter if you are a doctor, a lawyer, a teacher, mom, dad, teen, name a profession, name a demographic, name a person, you name it, they struggle with this. And if you're listening to this podcast when it drops, then you, my friend, are in the thick of the holiday season. And most folks are going to be taking some time off, you know, whether it is traveling to maybe visit the friends and family, or maybe it's traveling to get away from the friends and family, whether you are using the vacation time all up at the end of the year, because you'll use it if you don't lose it, or the kids are on break, whatever it is, you're finally going to get some time off, a chance to hopefully step away from it all and chill out out, relax a bit, right? So why doesn't it happen? Why do we struggle so much with relaxing? For giggles, I typed the word relax into Google and it came back, ready for it, with 2,860,000 results. There is absolutely no lack of stuff out there telling us how to relax. So why the heck aren't we doing it? Why is it so hard? The very fact that there are 2,860,000 Google results for the word relax tells me that y'all want to relax, but you're just struggling to actually do it. And when you're struggling, you're usually stressed. And when you're stressed, your fight or flight mechanism gets triggered. Yeah, that fight or flight happens even when you're stressing out about chilling out. So it makes sense. It's hard to relax when you want to fight or leave what it is that you're actually doing. Never thought of it that way, huh? You can't enjoy the time off because you're working too hard to relax, which makes sense. We work hard at everything these days, like no work, no play, or more so hard, you know, you work hard, you play hard. In this case, you got to relax hard. So even relaxing is hard. It just feels like everything has become work, even relaxing. It's no wonder that kids are growing up to be stressed out and anxious like we adults are. Fun, play has become work, hard work. Think about camps, summer camps. They're not just for fun. They're looking to hone a particular skill. The clarinet, soccer, coding, losing weight. They're working hard to compete in this hard world. That's what our kids are doing. So when everything is work, there's so much stress, even when it comes to relaxing. And we tend to associate achievement with success and success with happiness. 
But this like never-ending pressure to achieve is stressing us all out. And it is jacking up our own body's ability to relax. What we've been doing to relax isn't working. Like the definition of insanity, right? Doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. We need to think about relaxing in a different way. I mean, and you may think taking a break, resting, relaxing, you know, looks like curling up next to a fire, you know, the snow gently falling outside the window as you're wrapped up in this fluffy, puffy, snuggly blanket on the couch, sipping a cup of hot cocoa with a book. I mean, like I can imagine it right now. That's, mm, that's what I picture relaxation and resting and taking a break looks like. But let's say you were able to recreate that perfect scene or whatever your perfect scene of relaxation looks like for you. If you were doing that, would you actually be able to chill out? Would you be able to relax? I mean, it's like, okay, I've gone through all this work to make this happen. Maybe you would relax, but in the everyday real world of life, what happens when you try to rest and relax? Ever feel like you can't? That there's something else that you quote unquote should be doing instead of relaxing? You feel guilty for relaxing. You're sitting on that couch. You're sitting outside. You're doing whatever it is that you think relaxation looks like for you but you're not actually relaxing. Your mind is running a marathon on all these things that aren't getting done. You feel like you're missing out on something and, and not in a good way. What can happen, and, and I know this all too well, is that we are so used to being busy that the moment that you're not, you start having withdrawals from your busyness. And I mean, Withdrawals are anything but relaxing. They are full of anxiety, rumination, overwhelm, discomfort, like the entire opposite of relaxing. I mean, if withdrawal felt good, then breaking an addiction wouldn't suck now, would it? But it does. And isn't that interesting? Like as a culture, I'm not saying it's right, but we tend to shame people who are addicted to drugs and alcohol. But somehow we've normalized and even praised the addiction of being busy. When we're busy, we feel productive. We get stuff done. We cross items off that to-do list and get that hit of dopamine and it feels so good, right? Daniel Pink is an author. He is, he's written a ton of books. And one of my favorites is Drive, uh, The Surprising Truth About What Motivates Us. And in it, he researched and talked about one of our greatest motivators. And one of our greatest motivators is the desire for mastery. All right, so if we desire mastery, can we see how rest doesn't fit that bill? Like when we stop pushing so hard, we stop achieving and we slow down. We feel like we're not mastering anything. Never thought of it that way, huh? All right, so what do we do about this? Well, I've got three things to do in order to relax more. You ready? Three things to do. Now, I'm not going to say that they're easy, but they will help. All right? Number one, learn to relax. You're probably like, uh, duh, Pamela. That's why I'm listening to this podcast. I don't know how to relax. Thank you, Captain Obvious. Mmm, learn to relax. 
Make it your job to learn this skill. Relaxing is a learned behavior. So learn. We have this idea that we should just know how to relax. And if we do it and we still don't feel relaxed, then we're either doing it wrong or something is wrong with us. No. No, that is not the case. It just means that you need to practice it more. It's like a muscle. The more you use it, the stronger it becomes, the better you get at it. So practice it more, not less. Learn. Learn how to lower your heart rate through deep breathing. Learn how to stimulate your vagus nerve. Vagus as in V-A-G-U-S, not V-E-G-A-S. We're looking to relax here, folks, not hit the casino, all right? If you don't know what that is, if you don't know what the vagus nerve is, great. It can all be part of your learning to relax. This is a priority, folks. Take a class, read a book, but make it a priority. I'm telling you, your health, you, your sanity depends on this. Number two, the second thing to do in order to relax more is give yourself something to do that helps you relax, but assign a certain number to it. Like, Go on a certain number of walks, take a certain number of bike rides, read a certain number of books, or watch movies over a break. Assign yourself a certain number to do in a week or a month, depending on when you're listening to this podcast. Because by doing that, you can actually tap into that desire of mastery and achievement by setting some goals, goals around relaxation. I know that sounds so weird to some of you. But you've got to learn how to like chill out and rest so that when you want to work hard, you have the energy and the fuel to do so. So choose some goals you want to achieve surrounding relaxation and get to work on those. And then the third and the last thing to do in order to relax more, be willing to be uncomfortable. No, yeah, yeah. Probably didn't see that one coming, right? You know, this was really interesting for me. Um, And it's so true. And and, and hopefully it resonates with you because like I used to seem to think that relaxing should feel good. Do you think that relaxing should feel good? Yeah. Well, the truth is if relaxing felt good, more people would actually do it. We tend to like seek pleasure in life. So if relaxing feels good, then we would actually do it more often. But one of the top reasons I see people struggle to relax is because when they do, it feels bad. All the stuff that they've been avoiding, ignoring, escaping in their lives or in their heads or whatever it is, it starts to come up for them when they start to slow down. And that feels like crap. If you really want to set a goal when it comes to relaxation, then set the goal of allowing yourself to be uncomfortable when you sit down to rest or relax. You know, it, it, it's, it's about like letting the anxiety of that to-do list be there. Give, give the discomfort of, of not accomplishing and crossing things off your to-do list permission to hang out with you. Allow yourself to feel all the stuff and the emotions that you've been distracting yourself from without numbing out to it or running away from it. This, my friends, this, this is the missing piece to letting go and chilling out. 
This is also the hardest one to do and probably the reason there are 2,860,000 hits on Google for relaxing. We tend to think that the solution is outside of us. We need to go find one more thing to do when you, my friend, are the solution. It is an inside job, but you have to be willing to get uncomfortable in order to get what you truly want, the freedom and the ability to relax, rest, and slow down so you can go fast when you want to lies in your ability to be uncomfortable when you slow down. Feel those things. Don't run away from them. And the more you feel them, the more you move through them and you're able to relax. Since we're constantly running away from those negative emotions, it's no wonder that when we sit down to relax and those negative emotions come up, we have a hard time relaxing. And we get off the couch and we go do something else or we keep ourselves busy because when we're busy, we don't have to feel. But what if feeling was the key to relaxing? If you're struggling with this, it's where coaching comes in. This is what I help folks navigate. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I, I missed the day in, I don't know, 10th grade where they apparently taught us how to allow and process negative emotions. Maybe you missed that day too. If you did, then I can help, you know, whether it is to learn to relax, quiet that negative chatter in your brain or stop beating yourself up or Maybe you want to achieve that goal that you set out to do, but has been so elusive and you just stop or you just want to stop feeling stuck. This is where I can help. Feel free to pop on over to my website, PamelaHughesCoaching.com and schedule a free mini session with me to see how coaching can get you where you want to go. I only have a few slots open right now for the new year. Grab that mini session to see if coaching is right for you and how I can help you get where you want to go because you, my friends, deserve this. You just might need a little help in getting it. All right? All right. I'll see you next week. Hey there, podcast listeners. If you're feeling stuck and you want to start wiggling loose, head on over to my website, PamelaHughesCoaching.com and sign up for a free session to see if life coaching is for you. Again, that's PamelaHughesCoaching.com. Hope to chat with you soon.